Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Friday, January 22nd, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. New Tennessee Athletic Director Danny White will make $1.8 million per year with a 5% annual increase and up to $300,000 in incentives. The compensation is the highest in the SEC and fourth highest for a public school AD in the nation. UT is also paying UCF $2.5 million for White's buyout. The latest from UT Chancellor Dondi Plowman, who said, quote, I didn't want to get into a situation that I've heard has happened here before, where it was just an unclear group of people working on a hire and things get leaked and then it fell apart. I just wanted it to be smooth and credible and everybody delighted at the outcome in the end. SBJ's Michael Smith reports a conversation between Vol great Peyton Manning and Duke head coach David Cutcliffe brought White's name to the forefront for Plowman, who said, quote, I didn't know who Danny was, much less his father. Further from Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger, who writes, quote, while in New Orleans, the White family grew close to Archie Manning and his family. In fact, the Manning and White kids around the same age would sometimes play together. Still to this day, Kevin and Archie are friends. Danny stays in touch with the Manning kids, one of who is, of course, Tennessee legend Peyton. And the Orlando Sentinel's Mike Bianchi writes about White's exit from UCF. Quote, I don't think so simply because White has had numerous other chances to go to Power 5 institutions of higher earning. Southern Cal reached out to him at one point, and so did Georgia and so did many others. And he always has said no. He always believed he could get UCF to the next level. I believe White is leaving for deeper, more concerning reasons. I think reality has finally punched him right in the face. I believe he realizes he has done everything he can do at UCF and that the Knights have reached their ceiling. I believe he's tired of constantly banging the drum and beating his head against a wall for equality in college football. New Boise State Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey will get a starting base salary of $410,000 in his five-year deal, with at least a 2% bump annually depending on performance. The deal also includes $35,000 in performance incentives, which will include academic performance. Dickey also gets a $15,000 moving stipend and a $25,000 transitional allowance. Arkansas AD Hunter Juracek said the revenue shortfall this year will be closer to $25 to $30 million, an increase from the $20 to $25 million originally projected. Juracek said, quote, We're roughly halfway through basketball season, and we kind of feel like we know what we're going to be able to do with baseball season. So we've had to make a few adjustments to our budget on the expense side because of those anticipated revenue shortfalls growing, but we feel like we're in pretty good shape still. And an interesting side note, that when Vanderbilt women's basketball dropped out of competition this season, Hogs women's basketball head coach Mike Neighbors texted Juracek, asking to replace the Commodores with UConn. Juracek said, quote, Quite honestly, I thought he was kidding when he sent me that text. He was dead serious. The Razorbacks host the Huskies on Thursday. Utah AD Mark Harlan with a host of updates from Salt Lake City, including, quote, Mostly we're on the other side of furloughs. Some push theirs out to the spring based on their schedules. But by and by, we're done with that, and that's a good thing to be done with because it's a personal hardship. We're looking forward to getting back to the place where we can have everybody back in terms of their full salary and those kinds of things. But again, COVID will dictate that and the vaccine will dictate that. We hope to have our revenue streams back to, if not fully operational, close to it this year. Northern Colorado football will not participate in the Big Sky Conference and FCS Spring Championship season, instead opting on a non-conference schedule in late spring. The Bears join league peers Montana, Montana State, Portland State, and Sacramento State in changing up spring plans. 
Former NBA legend Dennis Rodman's daughter Trinity Rodman was one of the two women's soccer student-athletes to turn pro early this year. The Washington State freshman never suited up for a college game thanks to COVID-19, but was picked second overall in last week's NWSL draft by the Washington Spirit. Stanford's Caterino Macario joined Rodman with the early exit and is inked with French powerhouse Lyon for next season with a 2.5-year deal. Southern Utah economics professor David Barry said to John Wall Street, quote, Players leave school early in sports where there is revenue to be earned. And what we're seeing in women's soccer is, with the development of women's sports and soccer leagues around the world, player incomes are going up. Women's sports are only going to get bigger and bigger. So the financial incentive to leave early will only get bigger and bigger. John Wall Street notes the WNBA bylaws that prevent prospects younger than age 22, though, from entering the draft. In personnel news, Ohio baseball head coach Rob Smith announces his retirement, and assistant coach Craig Moore has been promoted to interim head coach. Illinois will hire SMU defensive coordinator Kevin Kane as senior defensive assistant for Brett Bielema's football staff. And in COVID-19 news, the America East has been hit hard as Vermont, UMBC, Maine, and UMass Lowell men's basketball are all paused. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Friday, January 22nd. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here this evening.